you know, um, before I start, um, oh, welcome. Yeah, this is my first ever episode. Uh, talking about game one of the finals, Cleveland versus Golden State. Cleveland 100, Golden State 108. And I gotta say, for me personally, this is probably the most pathetic attempt in the overtime of a game I've ever seen in the finals. Um, if a person can name another one, go ahead. But I have never seen an attempt in the overtime of a game like that. And I'll get into that later. Um, anyway, to get started, um, my TV kept going out, which is kind of funny. Um, so I had to switch to a antenna to just watch the game. I hate Comcast. I hate Baltimore Comcast. A ABC is always going out here, so I had to use a stupid antenna. But um, anyway, get started. Uh, game one, um, first quarter, Cleveland scored twenty nine with Golden State nineteen points. Um, it seemed as though already you can see from the beginning. LeBron James was controlling the game. He was putting the team on his back, and you could see, you could tell from the beginning, if the Cleveland wanted to win, LeBron had to play his heart out, which for the majority of the game he did. But the thing is, I don't think that really gave an, a good opportunity to other players. LeBron scoring 44 points in the game, 18 from 38 from the field, 2 for 8 from the three point line, which is 25%. Which isn't that great. I believe for the whole playoffs, he's been scoring about 17-18%. So LeBron, obviously not a three-point shooter. But what I really noticed tonight, and really stood out well tonight, is how well LeBron played in the post. Um, LeBron's post game has significantly improved as time goes on. As you can see from the game tonight, LeBron... Play from the post like I've never seen before, and that I at least could not remember. LeBron scoring again, forty-four points, um, eight rebounds, six assists. Um, the problem with LeBron in this game, though, was the fact that in overtime, and again, I don't want to say he was shut down. I don't want to say he choked. He changed his playing style. Which I saw as a huge problem. He was. It started actually. It started at the end of the fourth quarter, right before they went for overtime, when there was about six six seconds left on the clock, and LeBron went for this weird um, shot. When you know all he had to do was play his post game that he's been playing the whole night, and go for the two points. I believe he could have gone for a two point shot, but. LeBron went for the three, and they went to overtime, and ever since then, everything was downhill. Everything was down for the team overall. Um, at the end of the third quarter going to the fourth, of course, they put LeBron on the bench, and the team just fell apart. It looked ridiculous. I didn't like how... I liked how LeBron was carrying his team, but I didn't like how they don't have a strong bench. J.R. Smith was not playing well, and I've never really considered J.R. Smith a good player from the beginning. But J.R. Smith, he is constantly missing shots over and over and over again. He's missing three points. J.R. Smith, by the way, he was 3 for 10 from the three point and 3 for 13 from the field goal. I did not believe J.R. Smith sh shouldn't. He, he, played, he played awful. J.R. Smith played awful. I don't know what was going on there. There was no spark for him. Um, Timothy Mozgov, um, he played really well tonight. Um, 
He scored 16 points, 5 for 10 from the field goal, 6 for 8 from the free throw line. He played, you know, like it was a finals game. He played really well. I like the way he played. I like his style. I can I see his improvement from when he played in Denver to as he's played with Cleveland. He's playing really well, um, which I'm not surprised about. I am kind of surprised about. I was thinking... Um, back in January when the trade happened, I was kind of surprised. Like, why Timothy Moscow? I know they need a true center. So they traded, you know, Denver traded him away. He came to Cleveland and he sparked, which was great. Um, Kyrie Irving, um, 23 points, 2 for 8 from the 3-point line, um, 10 for 22 from the field goal line. Um, Kyrie, you know, I am seeing this on Twitter. Everyone is talking about how Kyrie is a defensive player. Kyrie isn't as great as you think he is on defense. I'm going to be completely straightforward and honest. Kyrie isn't the man people think he is on defense. Everyone gives Kyrie all this credit. His biggest play of the game was at the end of the fourth when he blocked Stephen Curry layup, which I thought was great. You know, it gave Cleveland the opportunity they should have used to take the final shot, make the ga- make the shot, and win the game, which they could have done. Um, LeBron could have played his post game, but he didn't. But Kyrie, I can see he's struggling defensively. He at at first, I say at first he was struggling offensively, but you know as the game continued, you know he got his rhythm, but. For the most part, LeBron carried the team. Um, Delanova, uh, I didn't pronounce his name wrong. I pronounced everyone's name wrong. He was scoreless tonight. John Jones, scoreless. J.R. Smith, 9 points. Um, anyway, uh, from Golden State, Stephen Curry, 26 points. Um, 10 for 20 from the field goal. 4 for 4 field, um, free throw. 2 for 6 from the 3 point. Um, Stephen Curry, I... Twitter is the most ridiculous thing I've seen. People were saying Stephen Curry was um, shut down. Stephen Curry was not shut down. Okay, these people do not know what the term shutting a player down means. If Stephen Curry scored 13 points in the game, got maybe 4 assists, no steals, maybe a rebound, scored, you know... Three from thir- three from thirteen in the field. I can understand if you say he was shut down, but the way in which he played tonight, he was not shut down. That's the most ridiculous term I've ever heard. He shut him down. He did not get shut down. Nobody got shut down tonight. Okay, nobody got shut down. That is not something that happened. It did not happen. Um, with the Warriors, I like the way um, everything from their bench. Their bench played really well that tonight. Especially Andre Iguodala um, scored 15 points. 6 from 8 from the field. 2 for 3. 3 point. Um, he played really well, especially in the clutch moments of the game. I felt as though um, Andre Iguodala, especially in the last minutes of the fourth, really held the Warriors up, um, helped them, and even helped them in overtime too. So I felt he was a really good um, addition in this game. Um, let's see who else. Harrison Barnes, 11 points, 4 for 9 from the field. Um, did, played, played well. Um, 
Same with Clay Thompson, 21 points, 5 for 14 from the field. Um, I felt as though Cleveland defensively just struggled to shut down the Warriors in the clutch moments of this game. Um, in overtime, uh, my thoughts, um, like I said, Cleveland looked pathetic. Um, that was the most pathetic attempt of finals overtime I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a team play like that in the finals in my life. Um, especially a team... I mean, the team's not stacked. I don't want to say stacked. Um, the team is missing... Um, team. Well, the team is most likely now missing Kyrie Irving, which is a huge loss. Um, the team is missing... Big white guy. <laughs> Already forgot his name. Wow, I look, I look, I look stupid. Missing Kevin Love. I'm sorry, I messed that up. Struggling. I'm struggling. Um, so they're already missing Kevin Love, and they're missing Kyrie Irving in the finals. Uh, most likely Kyrie. I think Kyrie reaggravated re his knee. Um, in a play. Um, it looked really bad. He was trying not to limp when he was on court. Um, when he got back. Um, he started limping. He was angry. Um, he took. He said he wouldn't be a hundred percent in this game. Um, he said, "We'll only take a miracle." And now he's re-injured. It's kind of sad to see um, Kyrie get re-injured yet again in this um, in this finals game. You know, I hope the best for Kyrie. I hope the best for Kyrie um, because Cleveland absolutely needs. Kyrie Irving in this finals if they even have a chance of winning um, the problem with Cleveland this game was mostly in overtime um, LeBron stopped playing his in the post overtime um, he was taking ridiculous passes he was taking ridiculous shots um, he was not playing like himself the team as a whole this whole game was not really playing J.R. Smith looked pathetic I'm going to say it again, J.R. Smith looked pathetic. Not surprised. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say I'm surprised because I'm not surprised. Um I had this expectation that it can't just be LeBron playing. And it's a team sport. I've always taken it as a team sport, but it can't just be LeBron alone. It has to be Cleveland playing as a team and in the overtime period it looked like Cleveland just fell apart because no one else on the team could play well. Kyrie got hurt. J.R. Smith was playing, um, taking stupid shots. LeBron James was taking stupid shots and making stupid passes. Um, that, I'm going to say again because I can't hope myself because I've never seen anything like this in the NBA. That was... The most pathetic overtime attempt I have ever seen by a basketball team since I've started watching the game. Since I've looked at historic footage, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Especially in the overtime game. That looked pathetic. I have higher expectations for this team. Of course, my expectations have gone down. Um, you know, for the team. Um, Warriors, of course, have a chance of winning this they're the more athletic team. They don't have injuries. They're playing well. They're playing like a team. Cleveland doesn't have a good bench. We have LeBron playing high minutes. Um, LeBron is... 
I want I hate saying carrying the team, but he's basically carrying the team. Basically, I hate saying that because it's a team sport, but LeBron's carrying the team. It looked pathetic, and Cleveland has to clean it up for game two if they want a chance to win the finals. But if they can't play like a team, can't play like a cohesive unit, can't do anything right, if LeBron keeps taking stupid passes and stupid shots and clutch moments of the game like he did tonight or last night or whenever you're listening to this, then he's not they're not going to win. They're not going to have a chance. It just can't happen. It can't play this way. They, you know, they were playing so well until the last minute of the fourth and overtime. Again, I don't want to fully blame LeBron. This is the team. LeBron took that stupid shot. Fact. That is a fact. He took that stupid shot. That three-pointer at the end was a stupid shot. In overtime, Cleveland didn't show up. Kyrie's injured. Kevin Love's injured. This is not looking good for Cleveland. My thoughts on Game 2, unless Cleveland can get this together, if Kyrie somehow can come back, if the injury's not that serious, and something happens with the Warriors as a team, I think the Warriors are going to have this. Cleveland, I want to see Game 2, because you saw how Cleveland played in the first four quarters, up till the last minute of the fourth. They can do this. I don't think it's impossible. It's completely possible. So I want to wait for game two to make my final pick for who's going to win. So anyway, I'm on Twitter at MoneyMan2J. There's a link. Um, I'm on Facebook, MoneyMan2J. My tweets just go to my Facebook. YouTube.com slash MoneyMan2J. I troll basketball. Um, what else? Oh, MoneyMan plays games. NBA 2K gameplay. I'm out.